Well, it was a very special weekend, hey? 16 years away from English soccer's top division. And when you look back at the past era, I mean, marred by sporting, financial, all sorts of battlefields that have been going on. But Leeds United finally claimed their spot back in the Premier League. The club has been yearning as well to regain its place in the Premier League. So it's a decade and a half of humiliation, chaos, uh, false dawns and even falser profits in the perpetual sunsets of English soccer's second as well as third tiers. Now, I don't know if it's a, it's a fraught or narrow victory against uh, Barnsley last Thursday, having brought it to the cusp, not mathematically, not officially, not quite, not yet, but spiritually, nearly. Well, a man who was there to witness it all, every single step of the way, is their chief executive, Angus Kinnear, and he joins me on the line live from Leeds. Uh, Angus, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Welcome to South Africa. Firstly, welcome to Mara Sports Worldwide. A pleasure. It's great to be on the show. Has it sunk in? What's the feeling like now? I mean, 16 years, that's a, a long time. Yeah, I don't think I've heard quite such a eloquent um, sort of reprieve of, of what the last 16 years have been like, rather than the build-up you just gave us there. It was, it was, uh, it, it, <laughs> I hope it, it was accurate, it, though, Angus. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was brilliant, but I'd like to point out that was before I arrived at the club. So the turmoil and the disappointment and the false profit. Um, absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, it's been a real, really challenging um, decade and a half for our supporters. Um, they... Um, you know, they know Leeds United is a big club. They see us as, you know, they see our rivals as being Manchester United. And so to be stuck in the second tier of, um, of, of English football for so long has been, has been really hard for them. Um, but this year we've worked really hard to, to put that right. And finally, we've reached the promised land. What would you say was the major difference, though? I mean, I'll talk about the appointment of the coach. Uh, but what do you think primarily has been that that has led you to where you are now? I think there's one thing. Uh, the, the, the Leeds anthem is marching on together. And it's all about, uh, about being united as a club. And I think over the last 16 years, we've, we've lost that unity. The unity between the board, uh, the players, um, the staff and the fans just hasn't been there. There's been too much turmoil. There's been, there's been too much um, um, anger about the, the situation, the financial difficulties. I think over the last three years, we've really tried to build on that unity. You know, we are... We are the third biggest city in, uh, in, in England. We're a bigger city than Manchester. We only have one club in this city, so everybody supports it. Um, and uh, we felt if we, could, if we could unite the city behind the team, um, then we could create something really special. And, and I think it's that unity which, is, which has inspired the players to get over the line. But how difficult was it to unite the city? We all know, obviously, based on the, the, the past the presence there of your former captain, Lucas Khatebe, uh, who then united an entire city behind Leeds United, uh, behind some of their highs within the UEFA Champions League and some of the great games that he was able to play in. What do you think has singularly been able to bring or knit all of that unity back again in 2020? Um, I think partly it's uh, it's been the ambition of our owner um, Andrea Rodrizani, um, and I think partly it's been it's been the um, the appointment of Marcelo Bielsa as, as head coach. I think the world of football raised um, raised some eyebrows when um, you know one of the we think the most you know uh, technically astute coaches in world football agreed to come and work in um, in the in, in the second division in in England. 
Um, but, you know, Marcelo believed in Leeds United. I think he's a football romantic um, and he loved the idea of, uh, of, of taking them back on a journey to become, to become great again. And I think when, uh, when the supporters saw his belief and his ambition, um, they, they, you know, they, they united behind him. And, and, and the key thing is, as you guys know, the most important thing in football is, is what happens on the pitch. And uh, mm. he, delivers, he delivers results. He's, he's delivered you know, um, a win ratio, which is, which is as good as any manager that Leeds United has ever had. And um, you know, he's, become a, he's become a living legend as a result. I mean, it's it's amazing though, and just how he started uh, again. You know, being unbeaten already by match three that he was in charge. You know, he was already breaking records that had been standing there since 1974. But then, not only did he just go and break them, he went and equaled others, and he marched on to game five and game four, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Was the sense of belief already starting to creep in there? The, you know, this invincibility factor uh, that had all of a sudden come back to Leeds United. I think the way he started initially, there was a sense of disbelief that that he'd started so well. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the confidence that he had the team playing with, you know, they, they played with a freedom, they played with an with an energy, and he really really believes that you can you can out outrun your opposition. Um, he thinks you should be the protagonist in in every game. Um, that, uh, that that every game's there to be won. He never goes out to draw a game. He never goes out to manage a game. It's always it's it's always to to, to score as many as possible. And um, I think he, um, uh, you know, he just he's just captured the, the, the mood of the city, you know, in, in terms of, you know, we wanted ambition and we wanted to play in a swashbuckling style. And, uh, and, and the fans are falling in love with him as a result. When you talk about that, it would have been so difficult as well to achieve that success or to achieve that style of play having all of your season players there, you'd understand if he was able to achieve that. But the number of youngsters that he brought through from the academy, that he brought through from the, you know, the, the youth uh, sectors within Leeds United, I mean, that was a telling part of, of him. And I was looking at the stats the other day and it said something about 10 players who were uh, within or just around the age of 20 or below that he was able to bring in and to the first team. I mean, how key was that in trying to mold a new beginning? Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right, Robert. He, he, I don't think he finds anything more exciting than, than discovering young talent and, and bringing it into the first team. And, and we doubted that some of our, our younger players were, were ready to step up, but he had absolute confidence in them. Um, and the important thing is, whilst you know, we have an international team, uh, some of the young players that he's, he's brought up are, are Leeds born and bred. You know, they're, they're local lads from the city. They've experienced the pain of the city over the last decade. And um, I think they know what it means to pull on the, the white shirt of Leeds United and, and having that within our DNA because we have a, a fantastic track record of, of, uh, of blending, you know, true international greats like, like Lucas, who's, you know, one of the club's favourite sons, um, with, with, you know, local talent like, like James Milner, who's come from the club. Uh, and, uh, you know, we wanted to continue that heritage of, 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 uh, of, of, of developing local talent and, and we've created a fantastic foundation for the future. I'm going to ask you to stay on hold if you don't mind. We we just got a quick news bulletin to get through, and then afterwards we'll we'll continue our conversation as well. I think we're all fascinated somewhere, somehow, uh, deep down inside. I can tell you this free of charge that uh, Leeds United almost became almost every other South African's second favorite <laughs> team to whatever team they were supporting uh, in the English Premiership. And uh, when, when you were celebrating. 
a lot of South Africans were celebrating as well. But it's the historical nature of that and the fact that you were able to house two of our great sons, uh, one who was sadly passed on in Filma Singer, uh, but obviously one that continues uh, his journey as a legend, which is Lucas Khatebe. Uh, we'll continue with this conversation, as I said. It is top of the hour. Uh, we've got Kanyasile Manyoni standing by with the latest news. Hashtag NSW. Hi Marawa, it's Sizwe here in Atrichville. It's uh, very heartwarming, I mean, to hear about the legendary return of Leeds. Can you ask the CEO there, you know, why 2020, what was different about 2020? Why couldn't they come back for the past 16 years? What is it that they did different this time around? Thank you and uh, congratulations to them once again. Hi, Rob, it's the Bokhoye. Firstly, I would like to congratulate Leeds United for gaining promotion into the EPL. And what a coincidence. I mean, today it's Marcelo Bielsa's birthday. Uh, the man has done exceptionally well for Leeds. He, de- he turned a, 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 a sleeping giant into a dominant force. And I think he deserves all the credit that's coming his way. Yeah, congratulations to Leeds. Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you guys in the EPL next season. Thanks. Hey, good evening, Rob. Uh, when it come to Leeds United, back to the top flight. If South Africa suffer particularly, Abam Sebenzis Ulukas Kadet, Leeds Mayim Tate back to England. Secondly, Luta Kondinua, Victory Aseta. May the soul of Kaunda Ndunja rest in peace and rise in glory. Lady in East London, thank you. Hi, Brarup, you speaking to Sir JC Tebe here in Stengvater. Brarup, uh, I think, Hori, you, you don't have the 24 hours that we have in a day. You know so much. Um, I want to congratulate uh, Leeds United and Ruhadebe uh, because uh, Leeds coming back to the championship or Leeds coming back to the Premier League means so much to, to the men. I only watched a couple of games and I was watching them over the weekend and I was thinking about you, Bra Rob, thinking that you know, Brarop will be doing something on this. But now, the way you're saying it is like you were there in the stadium all the time watching the games. Yo, we congratulate them. Uh, all the best to Leeds. May they remain in the league. Thanks, uh, Brarop. Evening, Brarop. Uh, Mr. Maluputu and our CEO from Leeds United. Brarop. Don't remind me of the old Leeds United where they have a striker by the name of Mark Viduka. Boy, not the Tony Boa, Bo Lucas Hadebe, Philmon Masinga, the list is endless. Leeds United was one of the top teams in England. I was so surprised when they got relegated. I just want to congratulate them for getting promotion. I'm your guys, Boo from El Mafia's Extension 7 and Mums. Thanks, Taro. Well, if uh, Angus uh, Kenya, the Leeds United CEO, didn't believe me earlier when I spoke about uh, South Africans and their love for Leeds United, I'm sure that you didn't expect that feedback because 
that is not the only feedback that we're getting. Loads and loads of voice notes are coming through. But your quick reaction to what you're hearing from South Africans? I have to say, Robert, I'm quite, I'm really touched. I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't expect. I mean, Lucas tells me what an amazing following we have over there. But um, to, to hear hear your listeners speak so uh, so passionately and for them to pass on their congratulations, it's uh, genuinely quite moving. Yeah, I know Caesar was asking about what's the difference. I think you covered that earlier before the news. Uh, Debojo, you know, very, very aptly put um, the fact that it is uh, Bielsa's birthday today, which is the irony that we're chatting to you, Angus, today. Uh, what is it? His 65th birthday, if I'm not mistaken. How is he celebrating? Um, well, knowing uh, Marcelo, he will be celebrating by watching lots of videos of uh, Charlton <laughs> Athletic who are playing tomorrow um, and analysing their analyzing their tactics and ensure we win, ensuring we win. That's crazy because I think Charlton Athletic, we all know it as being Sean Bartlett's former team. And uh, when Lucas Gettebe uh, had his testimonial game, uh, Leeds played against uh, Charlton. Uh, so, yeah, lots of interesting uh, interwoven uh, intricacies here and ironies, whatever you want to call it. Um, and saying Leeds can take Lucas back if South Africans are not able to utilize him uh, to his full capacity. Have you ever thought about that, uh, taking him back to Leeds uh, to play some form of role or another? Yeah, we, we, we talked to Lucas uh, a lot. He, he's still still very, very fond of Leeds. It's our, it's our centenary this year, this year. And uh, Lucas came back to our... Uh, uh, for our centenary celebrations, and and uh, clearly, you know, he has uh, won leads uh, a place in the heart of many South Africans. But um, you need to come over here and see how he's loved by the people of uh, the people of Leeds. Uh, you've never seen um, excitement. He doesn't come back that often. He's never seen a, a sort of excitement and and, uh, and respect for that man. You know what what he means to this city is uh, is just huge. And, and I'm sure you know he's absolutely he's an absolute gentleman. He's a real, a real class act. You wouldn't think um, that he was uh, one of the greatest players to, to grace the league shirt. He's a, he's a very humble man, but the, the supporters here love him. And I think he, um, he could certainly play a role at Leeds United. And, uh, and, and now we've taken a step up. Um, you know, who, who knows? Uh, who knows how he might become involved? But um, uh, I can tell you one thing: the fans would absolutely love it to have him back in some kind of capacity. To have the chief back, I mean, he's got his, uh, this beautiful suite that's been named after him there at the, at the stadium. Um, as Sergi was saying, that he remembers the days of Mark Verduka, uh, Tony Yaboa. Tony, we spoke to him a couple of weeks ago as well. And you were talking about just how loved Lucas is in the UK and especially at Leeds or in Leeds. Um, when you gained promotion, this is exactly what was sounding in some of, I won't say the pubs, but where the people were gathering to watch the game. Uh, let's give South Africans a, a taste of what the fans were singing at the time of gaining promotion. <laughs> oh man, it's 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 it's, it's ridiculous uh, the, the kind of love and affection that uh, the fans do have for him. Uh, we'll have him on on the line pretty shortly, uh, just to be able to have a conversation with you to join and hear what I call a celebration of a return back. But what you don't want to see, though, Angus, is here you are breaking this mold, breaking all of this that has stood before you. 
to get promotion. Now that you've got it, how do you hold on to it? How do you make sure that you don't fall into a slump of up today, back down again tomorrow? How do you make sure that that is cemented? Yeah, well, you're, you're right to highlight the danger. Um, I think, you know, when you look at the, uh, the statistics, you know, pretty much two out of the three teams that get promoted um, come, come straight back down. So it's a, it's a real danger. And it's probably more dangerous this year because we have such a short time between, uh, between the seasons um, that it's going to be very difficult to strengthen the squad in perhaps the way that some other promoted clubs have. But uh, we think that the team has real momentum at the moment. Um, they have a, a very um, clear style of play. They all know their roles. And we're hoping that that, that unity, perhaps with a few, few additions to strengthen the team and the momentum that we've got, uh, and the fact that there really won't be a, a, a summer break, I think that we're giving our players um, a week and a half off, and then they come back into pre-season training. So we're hoping that that momentum will carry us through into the start of the Premier League season. And um, also we know um, that... We're hoping that crowds will be back in October, and we know that Ellen Road um, is a uh, is a really uh, daunting place for opposing teams to come, and we're hoping that that with our crowd and the uh, uh, the the welcome that they'll give opposing teams will give it a competitive advantage. How are you going to fare as far as the transfer market is concerned? Any thoughts there? Well, I think the good thing for, for Leeds United is this is a club that people want to play for. So we have a, you know, we have an advantage in talking to people in the market. It's a club that people know about. It has heritage. It's in a fantastic city. Um, it has a fantastic crowd that sells out every week. So I think, um, uh, you know, versus perhaps some of the, the clubs with smaller fan bases in the Premier League, uh, you know, we can, you know, we, we certainly can attract players. And we also know that players want to play for Marcelo Bielsa. You know, they, I think anybody who looks at Marcelo's record um, will see that he's, he's transformed the careers of, of lots of players. And, you know, actually, the, uh, you know, this team, um, before he came, it finished, we finished mid-table. We finished uh, 13th on average for the six seasons before. And he's pretty much taken that group of players and moulded them into champions. So hopefully, we, you know, that, that the, uh, the, the, the prospect of playing for Marcelo in a, in a, in a packed-out Ellen Road will uh, be able to attract the, uh, the talent that we need. All right. Wendy Lemdana on uh, Twitter says that the mastermind and brain trust for team success uh, could put on the shoulder of the coach Bielsa uh, for taking the team from the bottom of the highest heights. Uh, as well, he says he would evoke memories of the late... Allen Road games where Leeds used to be consistently qualified previously. Absolutely. Kenneth also says, well, good evening. Uh, can you please ask the, the Leeds CEO, what are the challenges playing in Skybet English Championship uh, compared to the Premiership? Uh, a big gap there, I would imagine, Angus. Yeah, I mean, the Championship is, is a really, really hard league to get out of. It really shouldn't be. It shouldn't be underestimated. Uh, there's... There's um, you know a lot of a lot of big teams are in this league every season. You know we, we you know we play against you know Aston Villa in it last season. Nothing um, nothing Forest have been in this season. Newcastle United the season before. Um, so it's hugely competitive. Uh, it's also we have a packed schedule. So you know we play uh, we play 46 games in, in, in the Championship. So you know eight eight more than you have to play in the Premier League. Uh, it's been particularly tough since uh, since the pandemic, which is, is can you know, put the fixture list, uh, um, uh, made it really, uh, really hectic over the last five weeks. Um, so it's a tough league, but obviously, you know, we come to the Premier League and, and we, uh, uh, we're going to be playing against, um, you know, some of the best teams on, on the planet. And, and 
that's going to be challenging. You know, we, we, when the fixture list comes out in the championship, you look at it and with no disrespect to those teams, but you see Barnsley and Luton Town and teams that really Leeds should be beating. We know when the fixture list comes out in a couple of weeks' time, we're going to be looking for, uh, you know, where Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea and Arsenal fall. And we, we, know, we know those games won't be easy, but we're not going to be scared and we're not going to show them any respect. And, uh, and uh, we're going to go to those, those grounds with, with a confidence because we've fought really hard to, to get to this league and, uh, and we're going to make sure we enjoy it. Well, including the man that thinks so highly of Marcelo Bielsa, uh, which is Pep Guardiola's Manchester City. That's also going to be one of the uh, top teams you're going to have to encounter, given their style of play. Um, as Katlejo on Twitter reminds us, says that Lucas Khatebe's mother had a team named Deep Kluf Leeds FC campaigning in a regional league. Congratulations, Leeds United, as well as happy for Lucas Khatebe. Absolutely happy for you. Ru Chief, good evening. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's Robert. I'm all right. Thanks. How are you, man? I've been listening there. And uh, I just want to say hi to Angus as well. Hi, Chief. <clears throat> How are you doing, Angus? Congratulations, man. You know, yeah, you made, we're, we're, you very, made, we're very happy. Yeah, you made a lot of uh, people's dreams come true. And it's been, it's been an absolutely wonderful weekend. Yeah, it's a shame you can't be here for the party. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I saw I saw the the clips on uh, social media, and I was so jealous that I'm not there. I mean, the the city was just absolutely buzzing and full of people everywhere. And I think uh, you know it's it's, it's a great uh, time uh, for 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 Leeds United, you know, where, and especially now that uh, we got promoted. I mean, it's it's absolutely ecstatic. Was there a sense of belief on your side, though, Lucas, uh, given what, what Angus and I have been chatting about, you know, the ups and downs, whatever was happening in the boardrooms was happening, uh, whatever was happening within the, the, the club, the ground, the trying to win back the fans and their loyalty and their passion. Uh, it's happened now. Did you have a sense that it would happen on such a big occasion when you celebrate such a massive milestone? Yes, it's Robert. It's, uh, it's been a long years, I mean, it's been hard and difficult, you know, lots of disappointment from the fans. But uh, I think there was, uh, I still had that hope that one day, you know, uh, we'll see the club getting promotion. Because this is a massive team. This is a massive club. It just needed the right person to come in and make sure that, you know, he, he shares the dream and the vision, you know, with, with not just the players, but with the fans, you know, and, 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 and you know, when uh, Andrea came on board, you know, uh, uh, and, and and brought uh, uh, Marcelo Bielsa and mm. could see in his first season, I mean, the club was was absolutely bringing, he turned it around totally, you know, uh, the exciting team to watch, you know, young players coming in. I mean, I mean uh, for me, yes, I've, I've always thought they will come back, but I never thought maybe in his second season for, for, for Marcelo. Yeah, I mean, it's it's happened, but it also comes with a great deal of expectation, uh, Lucas, like we've been sharing here with Angus. And maybe I'll throw it back to you, Angus, uh, that when, I think it was just the other day where uh, Andrea was talking, uh, expressing himself to the media, and uh, they highlighted the fact that, you know what, Rio Ferdinand's 18 million pound record transfer fee, that still stands, but he's willing to go all out 
to break that record. And uh, I do believe that John Kevin Augustine uh, has a £20 million price tag on his head. How close are you to clinching that deal? Yeah, so the, I think the situation with, uh, with, with, with John Kevin is, uh, is, um, is, is still under discussion. You know, his, his loan here didn't work out in the, uh, in, in the way that um, we'd hoped. He didn't play as many minutes. Um, so, uh, so you know that that's one that's, that, that's still on the table to consider. But, but actually, you know, our scouting team have been uh, have been looking for uh, for how to strengthen for a Premier League team for six months. So they've got their targets identified. Um, and uh, Lucas is right. You know, Andrea is, is very is a very committed owner. Um, he's a very ambitious owner, and uh, you know, he's promised to, to back the team in the transfer market. And I think, um, you know, hopefully we can make. Uh, uh, three or four really, uh, really meaningful additions um, that can uh, that can you know put it in good stead in, in the Premier League. Have you heard of a player called Percy Dow? <laughs> I haven't, but I'm sure my scouting team have. Lucas Kadebe, have you heard of a player called Percy Dow? <laughs> uh, Percy Dow is one of our uh, top players who uh, was loaned out. I think he was supposed to be playing in English English. Ball, but uh, instead he, he went, he's been now playing in the Champions League uh, in uh, is it, in Switzerland or somewhere. Which uh, which I mean is a, is a great great player and I think a great prospect as well. You know for top leagues. Would you would you see him fitting nicely at Leeds if if it were to happen? Yeah, he has to work hard, but I think he, you know uh, you know. I think he'll be he'll be one of those players who will do absolutely well, especially under Marcelo Bielsa. I think yeah. he will grow him and he'll become a better player. Yeah, I mean he had a stint obviously on loan to to Club Bruges, um, yeah. and 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 he got to be on great fields. I mean he was there at Stade de France playing against PSG. Uh, he was at the you know Santiago Bernabeu playing against Real Madrid. You know, so all of that in a very short period of time. One of the outstanding players. I think he even grew the club's uh, Twitter account uh, tenfold because they they hardly had many followers until the South African came through and the whole of South Africa took over uh, that Twitter account. But Angus, obviously the, the, the plan is there. Uh, I would imagine that it, it's got to be solidified. Um, and Andrea is not lying about trying to get at least one or two of the big name players uh, where you've got to fork out a little bit of cash uh, to cement your place there because everybody's fighting. You look at how Sheffield United, I know they were gutted just the other day when they played and they lost um, at home, but they've had such an incredible run this season. Yeah, I think, I think um, you know, Sheffield United and, and Wolverhampton Wanderers are, are both uh, good examples of, of teams that have kind of, you know, come into the Premier League and, and, and made, a, made a mark. You know, it, it is possible. And, uh, you know, even, even the likes of, uh, of Leicester, you know, Leicester City. Leicester City weren't a Champions League team when I was growing up. They weren't a team which was, which was going was to win the Premier League. Um, and they've proved that... Uh, if you if you manage your, your club properly and, and you make good signings and you have a good manager, um, lots can be achieved. And I think uh, with the, with the city behind us, uh, we know that it's a, that it's a it's a big task. But uh, you know, and, and, and Lucas knows this. You know, the, the reality is we're the third biggest city in England, and, and we should have a Champions League team. And we're not yeah. saying it's it's going to be easy to get there. In fact, I think it will be it will, it will be difficult. But we're uh, we're never going to apologise for uh, for having uh, for having uh, big ambitions for this team. 
Well, I think those ambitions allowed you to get hold of Bielsa, firstly. It allowed you to dream and get into the premiership, secondly, and that's where you are. So you can continue to dream, though, because we always have these memories, Lucas, of you uh, playing in the UEFA Champions League. I think playing the game of your life, taking on some of the big stars of world football. What does it take for you know a club... I don't know what period of time it will take, but for a Leeds United this time around to actually make it and, and, and bounce back into European football. Yeah, I mean, I think like we had uh, 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 George Graham, who really built, you know, the club, you know, from from the back, and and I think uh, he, he became one of us, you know, which I think we, it would be the same uh, with, with Marcelo uh, Bielsa, and I think the dream is to play. You know, at the at the at the highest level ever. I mean, uh, I think uh, not only Marcelo, but I think Andrea and everybody, because I think this is a, a, a it's a, it's it's a commitment from 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 everyone at the club. I mean, including Engels. I know with the, the passion that the, uh, uh, the the boys have showed uh, this season, and and and, it, and you can see that this is a club that will actually at some point. You know, uh, we'll play in Europe. It's just a matter of time to settle in the Premier League and actually uh, bring new players in and actually, you know, so if I uh, get, have depth in the squad and and then we'll, we'll talk about the, the Champions League or Europe. But, but I do believe that at some point this club will be competing in the Champions League. I know initially it was a two-year contract, um, Angus, correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, Bielsa had when he initially came through. I think there was an option to extend. Has he activated that yet? We're, we're, having, a, we're having that conversation with, uh, with Marcelo pretty much uh, as, as we speak. Um, you know, he's, uh, he, he loves the club, he loves the city, um, he wants to stay, and we're just, we're just, you know, just discussing the plans for, for next season now that the challenge with Marcelo is he's so fixated on the uh, on the next match. It's very difficult to engage him in any uh, any longer term discussions. So I think uh, probably once uh, Charlton's out of the way um, uh, tomorrow, we'll we'll be able to have that discussion and get that over the line really quickly. But uh, you know he uh, he doesn't let up for any match. And we were actually looking at the uh, running statistics. And even though we'd already won the league. Uh, the team uh, collectively ran more uh, in the match on Derby at the weekend than they had in any other match before that previously in the season. So um, he's uh, he, he's very focused on the next game. But but I think we'll we'll, we'll sit down and I'm sure we can uh, we can make uh, the plan for next season work. Well, it's the same gentleman who just before he took over being in charge in his first match. Uh, proudly told everybody at the press conference, I think that lasted about an hour and a half, uh, that he had watched every single game, about 52-odd matches uh, that Leeds United had played prior him arriving there. If, if that's not a mark of somebody who is very tenacious and very particular about his work, uh, then yeah, I think, Lucas, you'd rather have somebody who does their homework as much as he does than have somebody who's just going to be there trying to fly a kite and hope for the best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, uh, the passion, you know, uh, and the commitment that uh, uh, showed uh, for, for Leeds United, I think, it, I mean, it, it's a collective uh, uh, effort, you know, and uh, not only just uh, the Marcelo, but the Victor as well, Otter. I mean, uh, it, it goes everywhere, you know, through 
it filters through to the players, which is absolutely amazing. And and I think uh, it's going to be a big season, uh, as, as uh, Angus has said, that once the the, the, the crowd comes back and come and, and, and they stand behind that, that club, I mean, it's going to be absolutely amazing. And I'm sorry for those clubs who will be visiting Ellen Road. It's going to be healthy. <laughs> uh, wonderful moments and, and, and I certainly do hope you get a, a chance to go across there Lucas pretty soon yeah. and, and join in these celebrations I think Angus and the rest of his team uh, will put out a, a wonderful spectacle indeed and why not uh, it, it's 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 long time coming uh, this occasion Angus Kenya thank you so much for joining us you sounded loud and clear it's as if you were sitting in Lucas Kadeba's garden here in Johannesburg <laughs> I wish I was. I'm sure the weather would be nicer. <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate your time. And once again, congratulations from all of us here in South Africa. Thanks very much, Robert. And thanks, Chief. Look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Angus. And uh, hopefully uh, give my regards to everybody and congratulations to the, to, to, to the club. Thanks so much, Angus. Thanks, uh, uh, Lucas. Chief. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Robert. We're, People have been asking me, when is this Radebeer coming to South Africa? Hey. Hmm? Right. I must get another Black Moses there to come and uh, play the keyboard there. No, okay, it's cool. It's done. We bring in the Amakasha. But thank you so much, Lucas, officially, uh, for joining us. Great news. Eh? Leeds United bounce back to top flight football.